Well, welcome to the 5D Academy of Higher Consciousness, um, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. And the topic of today is about emotional vampire. So we all have encountered or do encounter people either on regular basis or every once in a while that uh, they suck your energy and you uh, feel tired, exhausted. Um, you, there's different things can happen. When basically for me is if I do encounter uh, an emotional vampire, first of all, uh, they're, they're not necessarily bad people or evil people, but uh, the people who suck your energy and they're basically emotionally damaged. They're wounded. Something has happened to them in their childhood and uh, created this deep wound. And uh, as a result of that, they uh, have become who they are and they require a lot of energy. And uh, when you do carry a lot of light and you're in this place of uh, higher vibration, your frequency has arisen, and you have light around you, naturally, you will attract a lot of different kind of people. Um, so what some of the things that happens when you do encounter uh, this type of people who are emotional vampires and they require your energy is that uh, your eyelid starts to get heavy and uh, you get kind of sleepy. Uh, you may be starting to yawn and uh, being, being around these people, they um, make you tired. So very quickly, you begin to feel uh, exhausted. So that's one of the indications because, you know, they don't look different than other people. They look like everybody else. So sometimes, of course, you can tell by looking at them right away that there is something wrong. But, uh, you know, it's very much possible you won't be able to identify that by looking at someone. But you definitely begin to feel when you're around them. Um, another thing can happen is your mood can change. Uh, you can swing your mood and all of a sudden you can find yourself in an encounter with an emotional vampire that you become very much withdrawn and you become quiet and your mood swings. And uh, that's another indication that when you're around them, that will happen to you because they suck your energy out. Um, I mean, you know, some people, when they encounter uh, emotional vampires, they may just uh, go to comfort food and start binging on some food. Uh, everybody's uh, reaction is different. But personally, uh, I can only speak from my own direct experiences. I get very tired and uh, I start yawning. Um, I feel kind of like slimed. Like something, ooh, weird has happened. And um, so what you need to do is really to come back into your center and uh, remember who you are and stay in this place of being still and, and kind of not really allow them to come into your field and suck your energy out. So you have to really stay, stay in your center. Now, there's different kinds of emotional vampire. There's um, 
different categories. Some you can say the narcissists that uh, normally the narcissists they just talk about me. It's all conversation is about them. Um, and they normally start talking to you and talking a lot and telling you their life story and this happened and that happened. And basically they want you to pay attention to them and um, whatever they're talking about, it's about them. They're not interested to ask you a question, how you're doing, what is going on with your life, where you're at, what are your accomplishments? Zero. And uh, they just want to talk about themselves. And they want your attention on them 100%. And kind of when you don't give them that attention or you pull your attention away, they normally have a tendency of withdrawing, becoming quiet, and, and going in this place of being disinterested. And also they can just become very cold with you because you're not giving them what they want. They want you not paying attention. Remember that it's all about them. So, and they have no awareness of, uh, in a way it's like they have lost a sense of empathy. They can't um, sense and feel, uh, or there's no aware, no consciousness of their, in their rela relationship with someone else that whether you're interested in their story uh, whether you have any energy for what they're telling you or not, they just want to suck that energy out of you. And uh, so basically, yeah. so um, <clears throat> we can't really avoid emotional vampires um, because some you may have some in your family. Uh, you may have some friends, colleagues, uh, all kinds of different walks of life. You will encounter them. But so it's almost impossible to avoid them. However, you have to learn how to manage them, management uh, because that's part of life and you will be encountering them whether you like it or you don't. And of course, we all want to avoid them and walk away. Do it if you can. So the <clears throat> personally, if I do encounter uh, someone who's very narcissist and they're really an emotional vampire and they're sucking my energy is I um, would, since everything is about them, you're gonna have to be dealing with them uh, that they come first. So they may want me to do something for them or they want me to pay attention to their story or whatever it is. and. Uh, I have to clear my boundaries and since I don't want to get sucked into this thing and have them suck my energy out and exhausted is I would say for example look I can't help you right now but I will be able to look into this and help you next week remember you have to remember that everything's about them and nothing's about you so you're gonna have to uh, address them as the centerpiece of the whole thing. So that's how you want to deal with them. And, uh, and then you, you, know, you just move on and do your thing. Uh, another thing is in uh, energy vampires is the victim. The victim is that um, you just have to be careful because everything's about the, the um, externalize their experiences that everybody's bad, everybody wants to eat them, everybody wants to take them for a ride, uh, 
the government sucks, it's not its job, the city council is not doing their job. Uh, if they're working in an office, people want to cheat them. Um, if they're in a relationship, um, I mean, if it's a woman, we'll say all men are pigs and they're, they're only one one thing. If it's a man, we'll say all women are slots or they're gold digger uh, because they want to take him for a ride. So they're always projecting uh, their issues on other circumstances outside of themselves. And they're a victim of all these other people's and circumstances. And they're not willing to take responsibility or look within to see if anything's wrong with them. And again, the same thing. They want to tell you their life story. They want you to kind of feel sorry for them, feel pity for them. And um, that's their way of start taking your attention, your energy out of you. And uh, I'm sure you have encountered them in your life. So the way to deal with them is you have to set uh, in a very cool way. It depends how much you care about this person. If somebody you don't know and you don't care about, of course, you're going to walk away from them and you never see them again. But if they're a part of your family or a close friend or uh, some situation, you have to deal with them uh, every once in a while, whatever. You know, you're married someone and this is somebody's mother or dad or sister. You can't uh, get away from them, whatever is the situation. Um, you want to limit your interaction and you want to just draw strong boundaries. For example, um, when I do come across these this types and uh, I want to help them, but number one, they don't listen uh, or whatever you say, they turn it around and they go back to their story. So the kind of things you want to do is like, for example, listen, I only have five minutes and then I have to go. So then you can keep things within five minutes and let them do their thing or coming back at them and telling them, listen, you've already said this to me 10 times. Uh, is there anything else we can talk about? We've already talked about that. And uh, is there anything else? Or when you're ready, let me know and I'll make some suggestions. Normally they're not interested in your suggestion because uh, they want your energy and they just want to go blah, 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 blah about all these stories uh, that has happened. And uh, that's all they want to do and how they become a victim as a result of the things happen in their childhood, their relationship. Dad died, mom was alcoholic, this happened, that happened, they were left out, blah, 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 whatever is the story. So anyway, uh, so that's the victim type. Then you have another type uh, of an energy vampire who uh, more of a controller. They uh, suck your energy by wanting to control you. So for example, let's say you are teaching or you, you're in front of a camera or you want to give a talk or uh, I just speak for myself and immediately they want to tell you, okay, I, you shouldn't be standing like this, Aratustra. You shouldn't be uh, talking like that. You should be start, start your conversation like that. And uh, you should keep your posture this way and make sure you don't wear what you're wearing and don't wear white. You should be wearing another color. So immediately they want to 
control you and tell you how to do things, uh, even though you may have been doing it for 10 years and they know better, more than you do. And actually that type, they know everything, everything. They know things about the ecosystem and the weather. They know things about what's going on in other planets and the uh, ecosystem of other planets. Um, they know about the future. They know about politics. They know about uh, other cultures. They know about science. <laughs> so I don't know, have you encountered one of these people that they know everything about everything? <laughs> and is and it's very draining and really exhausting because you get very tired being around them. So uh, you would, one thing you don't want to do is if you're in close relationships kind is you don't want to tell them what to do because that's going to create a lot of rage out of it really. Angry. So with this type, you have to be very careful how you maneuver and how you deal with them. So, but one thing you want to avoid is not telling them what to do. So you want to create a situation that making some suggestions that they come up with an idea of what to do. So they believe that it's their own idea, but you're kind of implanting the um, idea in their mind, but you just directed them in a way that they, it's their idea because you have to remember these are control free. So, uh, so anyway, that's another kind of energy vampire. Um, <clears throat> um, another kind of energy vampire is the ones who kind of have split personality. They uh, lovey-dovey with you. You're their best friend. You're their teacher. You are the best thing has happened in the world. And uh, they're praising you. They're putting you up on a pedestal. And all of a sudden, they can... If you do something or say something or not giving them enough attention, uh, you're not allowing them to suck your energy and drain you, they can flip and they can completely change personality and become rude and aggressive and kind of slash you energetically like they're hitting you, you know, back, slapping you in your face energetically wise and shift uh, to a very rude or ignorant kind of a person. And uh, I don't know if you have encountered any, or you have anyone like that in your family or around you or dealing with someone like that. But that's another kind of the energy vampire that as long as you're just doing everything they want you to do and you're positive and you're giving them what they want, uh, you're... They love you, but the moment that you're not really doing the things they, they want you to do, they flip and uh, their personality. Um, <clears throat> I'm open to anybody wants to share with me of their experiences or you have any questions, raise your hand or write on, on uh, the chat box and we can talk about it. Okay, yeah. Hi, Karen, nice to see you. Hello, hello, nice to see you. Wow, yeah. What's, what's, tell me, share with me of your experience. Uh, I came late now, so I missed the beginning, right? Right. So but, uh, I, I, but I heard you talking about the energy vampires. First you're talking about the victim, and then the one who wants to control, and then the one who is uh, shifting, right? 
Yeah, the first actually the first one you missed out is the narcissist type. Uh, there's different kind of energy vampires. There are different yeah. kind of people who suck your energy and they want yeah. your attention. And what I mentioned in the beginning is one of the indications as you evolve spiritually and you become more open and you're vibrating from a higher frequency and you're emanating light is you attract these kind of people that they want your energy and they're basically wounded something has happened yeah. to them and they become wounded yeah. so uh what one of these types is a narcissist type which is all about me and they all want to talk about themselves they're not interested in anything you have to say is they're the center of the universe so we have that kind we have the victim we have the controller and the one with split personality so go ahead now now i gave you a little uh, yeah, yeah. very quickly what what i think about is that uh, i feel that i have a lot of experience of all of them and also uh, i can see like all the four types kind of exist in everyone sometimes right and also i can recognize it in myself so it's not just only black uh, or white because i can feel sometimes uh, things is just uh, about me or sometimes i'm a victim or sometimes i want to control and sometimes also i i ship when things don't go my way right i don't feel that it is like like uh, that i'm like that all the time i don't feel like that and also i can recognize that some people they are often like most of the time they are a controller or most of the time they are a narcissist and and i recognize this a lot and the the thing that comes to my mind it is like if you have a boss you can walk away right or uh, if you have a, a relationship maybe it's difficult to walk away but you can walk away but uh for example like my son i love him so much but uh sometimes i feel that you know my energy really 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 gets drained and it's not uh his meaning to take my energy it is like you say that he's wounded right okay. uh, but it takes a lot of of my energy is my experience right okay and and he is there in my life uh all the time so i cannot just say <laughs> i i cannot just walk away and i cannot just yeah you understand what i mean yes absolutely <clears throat> okay so i'm still waiting for do you. you do you have do you have an advice to me because i love him so much uh right and uh i want to help him and uh mm, yeah right do you have any advice for me yeah. Well, yeah, the when you're you have a situation, okay, so when does he become uh when does he suck your energy? When does he drain your energy? It's not obviously all the time. So No, absolutely absolutely not all the time. Yeah. But exactly. But there are times that he goes into that place and starts taking your energy away. Yeah. So can you identify the times that he goes into that space for example if he doesn't get uh, what he wants okay uh when uh, when he feel that he have to do things that he don't want to do 
for example, uh, if you don't get the attention he wants to get, right? Right. And for example, if I am very tired too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and then, you know, when in a daily basis, uh, what percentage of the time he's like that? If, you know, from 100%, is he like 20% of the time you're together, he does that or more or less? I'm you know, you know, the thing is that, um, you know, I let him be a lot because, because I don't have the power, right? But um, I think it's a lot. So yeah. would you say 50% of the time he kind of sucks your energy? Yeah, yeah, maybe, but it, 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 it kind of depends, right? Right, right. Okay. And how old is yeah. he? 12 years old. Okay. So he's around the age that you can communicate with him. So... But, yeah, it's, right. it's a little bit difficult, but yes. And now the last time uh, I feel that I can communicate a lot more with him, right? Okay. And I, and I feel that there's a, um, a stronger uh, uh, connection when it's come to communication. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. I feel that he, that he listened more and he take in what I say, right? right. And also, uh, before I was feeling, uh, I, I was feeling so uh, bad that I couldn't reach him. And now I'm kind of, um, I'm a lot more centered now. Okay. So, so I don't get... Uh, you don't get drained. No, not in the same way. Right, right. So, I don't get affected the same way. Right, exactly. I don't take things so personal like I did before. I still take it personal, right? But not like before. Right. So before something, something shifted in you. You have become more centered, and as a result of that, you can see the reflection in two. So uh, you're working on yourself, becoming more calm. You're less emotionally involved and attached to the results of events happening around you. And that's in some way is affecting him in his uh, responding to you, correct? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, so, okay, so we're in agreement on that part of it. So now let's talk about uh, the first part of what you mentioned. So from my uh, point of view, uh, this is a situation that you have time to work with somebody as you're working on yourself. Uh, this is not somebody you see once a week um, here and there. And uh, that's it, you have an interaction with them. Uh, is somebody you live with on a regular basis. So uh, there, is, there is an opportunity to turn things around and to evolve together and discover things together. So it is a go in a way, it's a golden opportunity. And it's a great challenge in this life uh, because in a way, he's your teacher and is pushing you to look at things <laughs> within yourself, you know? things you don't want to look at, he forces you to deal with it, and, um, and vice versa, you know? It's, it's both ways, it's just not one way. <laughs> okay, so, right. And so in a way, okay, in this situation, when you have time, 
you got opportunity and you're kind of forced to under the same roof with someone is number one, I always take responsibility for myself. I always look at myself first and I just look at it that, okay, uh, what is it I need to learn from this situation? Why is existence put me in this situation? What is it I don't want to look at? What is this person mirroring back to me that I'm avoiding to see? I'm not willing to look at before I put my finger on them. Now, I understand what you said. I'm going to get into that, okay? I'm not trying to avoid answering your, your concern, but I'll get to that. But what I'm, I want to go systematically is number one is I always need to look at myself. What am I avoiding? What am I not looking at that I put myself in this situation? It gets repeated over and over again. So what do I need to look at? What's missing? Was there a knee part of me? Is there a part of me that wants to suck energy uh, that I'm, I'm in this situation manifested this in my home? So I first look at myself. Now in relationship of dealing with him is that <clears throat> a lot of times when we're in a tight situation, like you're a single mom and you have your son and you're the policeman, you're the bad, bad guy, you know, because you're the mom and enforcing discipline. So naturally there is going to be some kind of battle between a 12 year old slowly coming to puberty and his body's changing, his hormones are pumping and very soon he's gonna come to this place of being revolting and wanting to claim his own autonomy. And especially on one hand, you know, you're the mommy, you have the nest and he loves you, he's very connected with you. And then on the other hand, he wants to break away and prove that um, he, can, he can stand on his feet and whatever you say is wrong. So you gotta understand that this, this uh, power control uh, is gonna be happening. Struggle of who's the boss and who has to follow the other person because you're the mom, you're the authority, you're the bread bringer and, and he's the child. So there's gonna be some kind of power struggle. So the key is from this higher perspective of awareness, conscious to recognize, and it's for you to recognize it, that, uh oh, we're coming to this place, or we are already in this. All right, so how am I gonna deal with it? Is one of the best ways is to create a situation for, for him to see what he's doing creating a situation that he recognizes he's sucking your energy. He is draining you. Uh, and for example, I'll just give you an example. Um, I grew up with parents that they were excessively in, a, in an excessive way, not even a little bit, excessively worried, always worried about things, <clears throat> always. Oh, we're worried about you, you know, going to a party. We're worried about you going to school. We're worried about you going on the street and play with other kids. Uh, and this thing is just keep going all the way to my adulthood. Oh, I'm worried about you going, uh, driving to San Diego. I'm worried about you going to Sweden. Uh, uh, make sure you give me a call when you get, you get there. Da, 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 da. So I grew up with this. And sometimes when it gets too much and uh, 
it starts to drain me and it's annoying, then what I do is I reverse them. So uh, if I get to a point that I feel like I'm, I can't breathe anymore, you know, it's gotten too much. And of course, before I had parents, two of them, now I only have my mom. So I turn things around. So what I will do is all of a sudden, I call my mom five times a day. Hi, mom, how are you? What are you doing? Uh, what did you eat? Uh, are you okay? Where are you going? Oh, I'm fine. Da, 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 da. I hang up. One hour after, I call her again. Are you going to go out to do some shopping? Can you just be aware? Be careful. Don't take the bus because da, 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 da. And I'm worried about you. And then I hang up, you know, I talk about it. Then two hours after, I call her and do the same thing. I call her five times to the point, like he said, she's like, what are you doing? I mean, why are you calling me so many times? I say, well, aren't you to me? You call me five times. I turn it around. So to mirror this back to and to show them how annoying it is. And because I can't tell her if she calls me like three times, four times, because she's worried about something. And I, I'm just being a little bit excessive. I'm exaggerating. And I tell her, mom, don't worry about me. I'm a grown man. I managed to make it to this point and I'm okay. She won't hear what I say. She's not listening or she's not capable to understand what I say. So it doesn't matter how many times I tell her I'm okay or I get angry. And, you know, eventually you're going to get angry and knowing. So, so I, I understand. I experience that a lot of times you're responding and you're trying to make, make sense verbally with someone. They don't understand what you say. So you have to sometimes demonstrate the same thing they're doing to you for them to by becoming annoying, demanding their energy, demanding their attention. You know, maybe you can't tell him what he's doing to you, but you can show him what he's doing and bring him to that place because you have time to work with each other and go deeper. And uh, so you want to mirror that to him and see what happens to the point that he starts complaining. Like, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Why are you asking that? I said, well, because you do the same thing to me. I'm just showing you what you do to me. You suck my energy, demanding my attention. You're da 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 da. You're complaining or you're throwing a tantrum when you're not getting what you want. Okay, I just want to show you what you do. So, so that way you mirror that and hopefully eventually they start to understand or there's an opening for conversation that you can talk with each other and, and uh, explain things um, or at least create some codes. Uh, I did that one time with a friend of mine that uh, we created a code. So, and the code was whenever I say this thing, whenever I bring this code, that means you are doing a nice, you're, you're picked up some kind of a kooky behavior, you're doing something crazy, or you're insulting me unconsciously, you're doing, you're putting me down, you feel bad. And I use this code instead of pointing out to the whole story, I use the code. When I use the code, that means you've gone into that place. So we make an agreement on it. So then I bring the code and then they, oh, okay, I am, I am in this place of blaming you or I'm in this place of sucking your energy, place of being a victim. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me by bringing the code 
and then you just go back. So that's my suggestion. So you may want to try that and see what happens. And let me know. Okay, Riley, is that? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, cool. Yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it up. That was a wonderful thing. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for joining me. Namaste. Blessings to you. And look forward to connecting.